Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hello. Welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 252. Enola Holmes. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Hello, Eric. Hello, Joe. How are you? I'm doing okay. Oh, uh, like the Baker Street Boys. Oh, for uh, for Sherlock Holmes. Sure, or the song Baker Street. What's I don't I'm not familiar with that. Uh, I, I think it's uh, just like a jazzy saxophone instrumental that was kind of a hit in the 80s nice all right or something i don't know (laughs) i would probably recognize it if i heard it you absolutely would yes (laughs) it occurs to me now that the sherlock holmes group is called the baker street irregulars oh i thought that was the buckaroo bonsai team Maybe it is. Maybe they ripped off uh, Arthur Conan Doyle, or vice versa. (laughs) Why would the Buckaroo Bonsai guys rip off anyone? I don't know. (laughs) I really don't know. (laughs) I uh, there's a comic that uh, came out years and years and years ago by Guy Davis called uh, uh, I think it was just called Baker Street or something like that. Uh, But it was like. punk version of like Sherlock Holmes and Watson. And, Interesting. Uh, I, I have a copy of the uh, the trade somewhere, but uh, it is uh, nigh unreadable. <laughs> <laughs> just it's really bad or the lettering's rough? Uh, I, I just could not make it through. The, re- the letter is fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I saw uh, I saw some people on Twitter today talking about Guy Davis and and the Marquee. Oh, the Marquee is great. Yeah, that's I've I've read a little bit of that. That book is phenomenal. Yes, I I miss Guy Davis. He yeah. he doesn't work in comics anymore. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, probably. Get get paid. Get yeah. paid what you're worth. Yep. <laughs> it's too bad. Uh it is too bad because he's he's an excellent excellent artist and a super nice guy. Uh, I've never met him. Yeah, he was at uh, of all places uh, the Small Press and Comic Expo once. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, uh, he he agreed to appear on Gutter Trash, but just never had the time, which is fair because he's Guy Fucking Davis. Sure, and he was at space for some reason. <laughs> That would have been a hell of a get. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For for gutter trash. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he, he did uh, talk to me for a while, and uh, he gave me uh, two free sketches. That's awesome. Yeah, he was he was pretty great. <clears throat> nice. But, uh, uh, yeah. Enola Holmes. Yes. <laughs> Just dancing around it. I tried... I tried to bring it around with the Baker Street thing. Yes, you did. <laughs> I feel like that's the story of our podcast is me trying to, or or one of us trying to keep keep things on track and the other one just being like, nope, I'm going to talk about something else. 
and I wouldn't have it any other way. It's uh, it's the sign of a good podcast, I think. It's, it's what I learned it's, in podcasting it, class. It's it's working for us, whatever it is. <laughs> it's it's electric. Oh yeah, absolutely. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Enola Holmes. Yeah. Uh, the the so story this is of. A... No, you go ahead. As I was going to say, it's the story of Sherlock Holmes' little sister. That's right. Yeah. Not canonical. I mean, what is what? Well, yeah. I mean, Arthur Conan Doyle didn't write the <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't write this movie. So yeah. yeah. Uh, but also, <laughs> no, you know, did not create this of... character. True. Yeah. No, I, I was thinking about that while I was watching the movie. Just you know, like public domain characters and how you can sort of do just you know whatever with them and like sherlock holmes is a is a really good example of that of, of a character who has far outlived its original creator true uh even though the uh conan doyle estate did sue the makers of this movie did they really yes they did Wow, uh, I I don't remember the exact reasons, but uh, but apparently they did take some uh, offense to their use of Sherlock in this movie. Huh? Did they object to how just damn sexy he was? <laughs> I mean, why would they? <laughs> if anything, that made them drop their suit. <laughs> they said, "Oh, Henry Cavill is playing him." <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Our only stipulation is he has to have a mustache. And, and the filmmakers were like, no deal. <laughs> I do think it would have been better if he'd had a mustache. Yeah. It'd been funnier. Speaking, just bringing for... it back around to facial hair. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think uh, it'd been great if uh, maybe he did have a mustache. And uh, for whatever reason, uh, this production actually has a bigger CGI budget to remove it than the Justice League did. I mean... And it just looks flawless here. Netflix is is clearly more popular than Warner Brothers Studios, or at least clearly more flush with cash and technology. So, yeah, I could see it. Brilliance. <laughs> I got my uh, uh, in my invitation to the virtual premiere of Zack Snyder's Justice League today. What? So yeah, it's my it's my first movie premiere invitation. I'm pretty excited about it. Nice. Gotta <laughs> gotta watch it. Uh, I will. I will probably watch. Uh, at least the opening part, because I guess you know, just just for reporting purposes, okay. there's I guess like an intro, an intro with Zack Snyder uh, uh, okay. that I will probably watch. But but we we have someone else who is actually reviewing the movie for the site, so I will probably not watch the whole thing at that point. That's good. And uh, also pity on that poor soul. Right, he, you know, he volunteered. <laughs> is he? Is he one of I those am, guys? He's not one of those guys. Okay, I mean, right. at least not, not uh, like I, I think he. Uh, yeah, I don't. He's he's a complicated fella. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> this is what I'll say about about him. 
<laughs> but I, I do believe that I'm going to be getting one of the meal boxes. I forget if I've talked about this. No. Uh, <laughs> on the show. Yeah, so there's there's this uh, uh, Snyder Cut curated meal box uh, that has themed foods for all of the characters in the movie. Uh, and uh, we requested one. We we requested one uh, for review, and I think I might be getting one of those. So I I, I will uh, I will do a video review of that if I do get it. That I am legitimately excited about. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what the fresh hell? I know, yeah, uh, hello, Fresh Hell. Uh, I know, I know it, it comes in a, uh, some sort of like collectible mother box container. Uh, and then there's a few things that you have to prepare yourself. Like there's a, a big belly burger. Uh, there's some sort of fish and chips thing. Uh, and maybe a quiche. That you have, or not a quiche, a souffle that you have to have to prepare yourself, and then the rest of it is all just like pre-prepared snacks. And there's a couple beers that it comes with. Yeah, huh. I'm, I'm, it's a pretty good assortment of foods. Huh. I, I think it's supposed to be for multiple people, but I'm gonna eat all of it well, in sure. one sitting. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, while I watch, while I watch the four-hour cut of Justice League. <laughs> It may take you that long to prepare it. It's true. Um, who is the souffle supposed to represent? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess off the top uh, of my head, I guess Batman, but because he's I rich know and that fancy. There, that could be. Um, I know that there's a uh, bat, like candy bar that's just like it's like a salted caramel thing, but it's shaped like a bat. No, no, okay. uh, that I know for that's that for sure is Batman. Yeah, I'm not sure who the souffle thing is for. Huh? Maybe Superman. No, I'm su- not sure. Su- souffle. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I mean, there's there, there's a cutscene, and this is true. There is a cutscene from Superman two, uh, of Superman and Lois in the fortress, and uh, they try to make a souffle with. Uh, Superman's heat vision, and it does not work. <laughs> but the but that scene is is laced with innuendo about how uh, you know Superman's never done this before, and he's not sure if it's going to work. And Lois I just tells him, this. you know, just yes. take it slow. <laughs> so yeah, yep. I the, now that you <laughs> mentioned some of the details, I I do remember seeing that. <laughs> Oh but, oh, but that is uh, something that is full of whimsy, and that is uh, antithetical to uh, anything Zack Snyder has uh, involved with. Yeah, it, it's you know as as far as I know, you are correct. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> Speaking of whimsy and people involved yes. with Zack Snyder, uh, and all the homes, and all the homes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this movie was delightful. It really was. <laughs> uh, it is, it is, you know, uh, sometimes, uh, mostly you have picked some, some pretty dark movies. 
but uh, and then occasionally you, you try to, to to readjust with with something you know pretty light, and I feel like this should have been one of those. Yeah, this really did feel like a me pick and not a you pick, <laughs> but like in a good way. Well, thank thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. I don't know what a, in a good way or a bad way means, but yeah, you're right. It's you know it's it's a it is a much lighter, more whimsical uh, thing than what you usually pick. Sure, I mean, uh, I, yeah, I, I, it's it's definitely lighter in tone than my previous pick. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the movie that I watched about the Holocaust yep. <laughs> uh, over the weekend was lighter in tone than the movie that you picked last time. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it also wasn't really about the Holocaust. It was about uh, it was about the uh, capture of uh, uh, Adolf Eichmann. So yeah, uh, it was yeah. it was well after that was over. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. No, uh, I. I don't know. Uh, when I picked this movie, you know, on IMDb, it says, you know, I mean, I expected there to be a mystery aspect, uh, as uh, you know, there there is, uh, you know, uh, a connection to Sherlock Holmes, of course. Uh, but but you know, IMDb describes this as as a drama, and uh, I, I was I was worried that it was going to be melodramatic. Yeah, and, I could definitely see that. Uh, but but uh, yeah, I found it to be just a, a very uh, a lighthearted romp with with some yeah. mystery and some action. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's it helps that there's a lot of really great people in it. That that is true. Um, I mean, you, you got your you got your Henry Cavill. Uh, yes. You got your your Millie Bobby Brown yep. as uh, as Enola Holmes. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter, I did not expect to see in this movie. I did not either. Um, I forget the name of the actor who plays Mycroft, but he was just a perfect piece of shit. Oh, man, just what an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sam Caplin? Caplin? Something like that? Claflin. Claflin or something. Yeah, Yeah, there it is. Uh, I don't think yeah, I've ever that... seen him in anything before, but uh, yeah, just a pitch perfect dick. <laughs> he was actually in Pitch Perfect. No, he wasn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was. He was in uh, several of the Hunger Games movies. Yeah, never. And he was in. He was in a movie that I really like called My Cousin of Rachel. Uh, that actually stars Rachel Vice, and it's like a semi-erotic thriller uh, but it's very good okay. it's worth it's it's like a period a period erotic thriller is is uh you know not to be just a horny dude but uh, rachel vice no, uh, the, the subject of any of this uh, eroticism she very much is yes mm, i'll check that out then <laughs> she is the the uh femme fatale of the film i like sure. that <laughs> Uh, you also got uh, you got Burn Gorman, 
Yeah. Uh, from so. Torchwood as the, the, the bowler hat guy. <laughs> Who actually has a name that they never mentioned. Does he really? Yeah. Okay, uh, I, like didn't, I didn't know Redwood or something like that. Interesting. <laughs> yep. Uh, which you, I mean, I guess probably in the credits, but uh, definitely in the subtitles. Okay, all right, good to know. They, they never actually call him by that, but like you know, subtitles would be like you know, Linwood grunts. Yeah, <laughs> they'd be like, "Who's Linwood grunts?" <laughs> Solomon Grundy's cousin. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Let's, let's work on this story. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, and then the uh, the headmistress of the finishing school. Uh, I don't remember her name, but I recognize her from Killing Eve, which she is oh, excellent yeah. on. Okay, that's where I recognized her from. Okay, yep. Also recognized the maid from, or the, like the, the, the house servants, um, Anola's uh, housemaid. Uh, okay. From somewhere, but I, I honestly couldn't place it. Gotcha. But she seemed very familiar. Uh, but yeah, yeah she, you know, she seemed familiar to me too, but I couldn't, I don't know what she was in or yeah. if she just has one of those faces. Could be that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so, so it's about, uh, you know, just sort of general, uh, uh, Enola's mom, Helena Bonham Carter, uh, goes missing, and uh, her older brothers come back to to uh, sort of, I guess. Well, Sherlock is there to find out where she has gone, and Mycroft is there to take care of Enola. Right. And since since Mycroft is an asshole, his his way of taking care of Enola is pretty shitty. Yeah. Uh, so Enola runs away and decides to find her mom on her own. Yep. Uh, this is, I mean, you know, from from my limited worldview, a very uh, pro-feminist movie. I would say so, yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, so one of my favorite podcasts is uh, The Dollop. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, just a podcast about, uh, you know, history. And, uh, there's a lot of just shit that they talk about that it's like, man, I cannot believe that, you know, that's the way people thought and, and acted, uh, usually towards women or minorities. And, uh, it's still a shock, you know, when you see it, even like in a movie like this. Yeah, just the, cause, cause it is, you know, it's set in i guess late late 19th century early 20th century yeah i'd say so and yeah i i don't know when exactly uh women's suffrage in in the uk was passed uh but but it's but that's that that plays a large part of the of the movie yes. is the sort of struggle for that to be passed mm-hmm um that's it's related to the other mystery that enola gets wrapped up in um but yeah you're you're absolutely right just you know just history sucks yeah it really does <laughs> a but lot yeah. of the times it really is <laughs> shitty uh but yeah mycroft uh wants to send enola off to a boarding school uh so that she can learn how to be a proper lady 
uh, and fit into society, which just means being available to be married. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which is she's going to go get her MRS degree. <laughs> Uh, which is just a, a shitty thing. Yeah, very much so. When 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 Nola is vocally not interested in that, right, uh, and, and has been raised by her mother to you know basically you know uh, you know turn her back towards all that too, and yeah. to be an independent woman. Which at the same time though, uh, like uh, it's it's a big recurring theme throughout the movie is that you know you get to choose your own future and then you know not the future that other people have laid out for you uh but hasn't uh you know mama holmes uh, just pretty much done exactly that for anola kind of that's a good point yeah. <laughs> yeah i hadn't i hadn't considered that but you're absolutely right she she sort of sets her on a path and then tells her to pick her path but She's already been set on one, so yeah. Right. yeah just, hmm. just the thought I had. Yeah, no, that's a that's a very good thought. Uh, to to hmm. bring it back to uh, the dollop for just a second, there is a scene that made me laugh out loud uh, because of the dollop. Uh, it's it's very early in the movie when Anola goes to the train station to meet uh, Sherlock and Mycroft, and uh, uh, when. Uh, she introduces herself to them. Uh, the first thing Mycroft, uh, uh, I guess, insults her about is uh, not wearing uh, <laughs> a glove, gloves and a hat. Uh, right. And, and uh, just a recurring theme throughout various dollops is just the uh, importance of hats. <laughs> Like, they will be telling a story about, like, just some sort of massive catastrophe, and the only way that people will know that something is amiss is that they saw somebody run by without a hat. (laughs) That's so weird. It's super fucking weird. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) I feel like if I was out in public and I saw everyone wearing a hat now, I would think something was up. Uh, the, the daycare at my work the last week, they have all been wearing crazy hats to work and it's fucking weird just to see (laughs) people running around with hats indoors. (laughs) That's so strange. I guess, I mean, there was the whole, you know, there was a whole, uh, whole market for it, you know, haberdashers and whatnot. Sure. So I guess it makes sense. <laughs> the the Mad Hatter was on to something there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, that, that just made me chuckle. <laughs> uh, just, just yeah, I mean, my, Mycroft just routinely, routinely is just an asshole to her. God, he is awful. <laughs> <laughs> if you take one thing about the movie away from this podcast, it's that Mycroft Holmes sucks. Yeah. Uh, I've, I mean, I've seen a couple of other Sherlock Holmes, uh, adaptations and whatnot. And, and, uh, Mycroft generally comes off as just being the asshole brother in almost all of them. Uh, yeah. but I think this was the worst one. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. 
<laughs> yeah, because like even even on you know, the the one I'm most familiar with is Sherlock the the Benedict Cumberbatch. I was trying to come up with a funny name for him, but I it's couldn't hard do to it do off the top fly, of my head. It? it really is. <laughs> 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 the Bumbershoot Crimbleberry TV show. There you go. Uh, the Martin Freeman is on. Now that was a terrible one. I I, I regret that one. No, it's good. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, like on that show, I feel like Mycroft, like, yeah, he he is sort of a dick to Sherlock sometimes, but also, you know, he's just I think part of it is that that he's really charming on that show. Yeah. And and the way that that he is played in this movie is not charming at all. Like he's just, just an asshole. Yep. Uh, it, it may also help that, you know, Sherlock takes place in the present day and this takes place in actual, you know, Victorian England. That's a good point too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so we kind of mentioned, or I mentioned last week when, when I picked the show about uh, Henry Cavill, and how in every single movie or show that he is in, he displays aspects of being very Superman-like, except mm-hmm. for when he actually plays Superman. Right. And uh, it follows suit with this one, too. I agree, yeah. Uh, even though he is technically playing a character more closely related to Batman, uh he he still displays you know just just an affable charm that that superman should have he's so good uh and like and, how how did those movies fuck up so badly and, and i think the worst aspect of it and and despite you know the the neck snapping and broodiness or whatever is uh, his fucking hair yeah his, His hair, hair that naturally falls in the Superman curl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like this entire movie, he's wearing the, the, the natural Superman hairstyle. <laughs> and the S stands for Sherlock. But uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's not necessarily just him. Like every actor who plays superman they they always fuck up the hair yeah and and here they have someone who his hair just naturally does it (laughs) it is it is really baffling (laughs) (laughs) oh infuriating yeah yeah i i feel your pain But but yeah, Cable is 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 pretty decent as Sherlock. Yeah, uh, you know he's. I mean, he's not a great actor, but he definitely has a charm that comes through. Definitely, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and you know he is just just a a fine piece of man to look at. Anyway, <laughs> I was indeed. gonna do. Uh, hmm? I said indeed. Yeah. Uh, I was going to do a joke about uh, how this movie stars a, a young, fresh, hot piece of ass, and it'd be Henry Cable. Uh, <laughs> you, you, went, you went back and did it anyway. I didn't hear anything. Oof. <laughs> 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 Yikes. 
so you know we uh yeah we have talked about the dudes a bunch we haven't talked much about billy bobby brown or <laughs> billy bobby brown millie bobby brown <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, who, she who, she is delightful in this. She is fantastic. I've uh, I've never well, I saw the first season of Stranger Things and hated it. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know, she also, as far as I recall, didn't really talk or do much in that show. She doesn't have a lot to do, or at least in the in early seasons as Eleven. Yeah, because she's still sort of acclimating to the world. Right. Uh, so, so I mean, yeah, it was... So my, my experience of, of seeing her and things is very limited. Uh, but, but she, she was, she was great in this. Yeah. I mean, she, for, for basically being in every scene, yeah, pretty um, much, yeah. there's maybe a handful that she's not in, but yeah, I mean, she, she carries the movie and yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I, I would, uh, I would absolutely watch a sequel. Like I, I know this is, uh, based on a, a series of books and, uh, mm-hmm. they, they haven't talked about a sequel or anything like that. And, uh, this was, uh, yet another movie that, uh, w- was supposed to be released uh, theatrically, but, uh, it did not happen because of, uh, the plague. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, I, I do know that uh, it's gotten pretty good reviews, and a lot of people watched it when it first came out. Uh, but but I would absolutely watch a sequel. You know, uh, with with this cast, and and uh, it was just, uh, yeah, just it made me feel good to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> If I if I had a complaint about it, oh, I've got a complaint um, for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if if I had a complaint about it, it's uh, and I guess you know it's sort of it's it's pretty predictable that you know Enola falls for the first cute boy that she sees. Yeah, that's not. Uh, I was kind of hoping they would uh, stray from that, but uh, they 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 went right for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I, I think overall the mystery is is relatively, you know, predictable as well. You uh, know, for for a long time, I wasn't sure what the mystery was. It <laughs> like I I knew that she was protecting uh, the Tewksbury. I, I don't remember his full name because he's got fifteen names. Yeah, um, I knew that she was she was like protecting him from whoever is after him. The you know mainly Burn Gorman. Yeah. Um, and, but like, I didn't, I, I, I don't know, maybe I just missed that they were trying to figure out who was after him too. Uh, I, I just sort of thought that he had run away. And so, you know, people were after him just to bring him home. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, the, the, the addition of the larger plot and its relation to uh, the other things that were going on in the world sort of felt like... Like it got to about you know twenty minutes, twenty minutes left in the movie, and I was like, or and it was like, oh yeah, we need to, we need to make this a little bit bigger than it was before. It can't yeah. just be about a kid who runs away. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I mean, to be fair, you know, uh, to 
I mean, to, to sort of back up your points and, and to be fair to the movie, uh, it takes a while to sort of get going that even a mystery other than, you know, where's mom uh, is right. happening, you know. Uh, and that uh, they sort of tie in. I mean, not directly, but, but you know, tangentially anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know, is... You know, uh, yeah, it t- takes takes a minute to get there. <laughs> it's it's you know, uh, and, and I think we say this about almost every other movie. It's a little long. <laughs> it is. It could have been half an hour shorter, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, yeah, it was it was still very enjoyable. Absolutely, uh, yeah. I, I will uh, go ahead and uh, give you my complaint about this movie, and uh, please do. Um, I did not like the breaking of the fourth wall. All right, <laughs> that's fair. That's totally uh, fair. It it bothered me from the jump, and it kept happening. <laughs> yeah, she's Frank Underwooding her way through things. I, I think it's perfectly natural. I. I, I <laughs> I don't know that reference. Millie, uh, uh, Frank Underwood is Kevin Spacey's character on House of Cards. Oh. Who also, also breaks the fourth wall. That was the first thing I thought it reminded me of. Gotcha. I, I never watched House of Cards. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> In hindsight, it turned out to be a pretty good idea. Yeah. yeah. How about uh, she's fleabagging her way through things? How's All that? I also have not watched that. Watch Fleabag, Eric. <laughs> uh, maybe I will, because uh, A, you just got very angry, uh, <laughs> and B, the uh, the director of this movie is uh, one of the directors of, of episodes of Fleabag, so... Oh, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, I looked up uh, to see what else that he had done, and basically just uh, British television. Awesome. That's, that's pretty much <laughs> what he's got. That's perfect. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, I can, I can see how the uh, the fourth wall breaking uh, would be off putting. Yeah, uh, just I'm not a fan of that in general. Unless uh, I don't know, unless it's occasionally in like a you know Mel Brooks movie. Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, there were also just some some weird stylistic things that just uh were never consistently done throughout the movie uh like the weird uh when when she would develop her phases of her plans uh oh right gets dropped off pretty quickly yeah well Uh, i mean her plan goes all askew well sure um but yeah it was just just minor things like that bothered me but uh, nothing that really took away from my enjoyment of the movie yeah i mean if if there's anything that like i know i i I sort of complained about the predictability of the love story uh one thing that i didn't expect to happen that i that i wish had not happened is that her mom comes back uh big spoiler here um but like like i thought that you know the mystery of her mom being gone you know i by by the time the movie gets to that point it feels like enola has sort of moved on uh Uh, and 
And like, you know, if they were going to continue that, I thought maybe it would, you know, maybe play out in another movie or something. Right. Um, it just, it just felt a little tacked on. Like it was a little too pat for me in that respect. I could totally get that. I, I almost, I don't know. I think if maybe she had uh, come back at some point in the middle of the movie. That, yeah. You know, that probably would have played out a little bit better. Uh, or at least uh, like a revelation that she, you know, was maybe having a hand in some of the machinations of what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. I think something like that would have worked. Yeah. Uh, I did, uh, also did not enjoy that, uh, you know, uh, the central message of the movie is that, uh, violent revolution is bad, uh, because (laughs) it is proven that it works (laughs) and that, uh, I support, uh, Eudoria Holmes and her, uh, desire to blow shit up to change the world. Now this is, this is not an episode of the dollop, Eric, so we don't... We don't espouse revolutionary views around here. It's not violent ones. <laughs> oh, but I have no, a cat I thought, that I thought that me. was. I thought that was. I thought that was an interesting twist. Actually, that uh, that her mom was, you know, sort of like with all the bombs and the the weapon making equipment that they were, you know, this sort of this women's group was planning violent revolution. I, I, I thought that was that it. was unexpected. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, honestly, I, I, there was a point where I thought, oh, does this all take place like around November fifth? Oh, I get it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think this would have been, yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I'm all glad right. they didn't try to tie it into that. <laughs> Oh yeah, me too. That would that I that would have been stupid. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe, but but yeah, I just uh, I watched uh, Judas and the Black Messiah over the weekend. So so. Oh nice. That's How was that? My, oh, it's great. I highly recommend it. Uh, not awesome. uplifting. I assumed it wouldn't be. <laughs> Definitely not lighthearted. <laughs> Uh, but but uh, an excellent movie, and I highly recommend it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'm nitpicking Enola Holmes now, but uh, I, I overall really enjoyed watching it. Oh yeah, no, I, I did too. Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, you know, it's not terribly deep or or you know uh, involving, but it is just flat out entertaining and sometimes that's all you need absolutely yeah Yeah. it's 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 just fun yeah uh just you know the cast is great from from top to bottom you know even the pretty boy teenage guy you know (laughs) yeah the yeah there there's there's not a bad performance to be found in this movie yeah uh like yeah i i mean as long as it focuses on Anola, you know, uh, it's it's pretty great because you know I don't I don't think I could see Henry Cavill carrying a whole Sherlock Holmes movie by himself. Yeah, I, I don't think I could see that either. But I do like the idea of like them 
doing like a team up, you yeah. know, like at, at the end where he says that he'll take her on as his ward. Yeah. Like if they did actually go forward with that, I would be, I would be very into that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm all about him appearing as Sherlock Holmes and like, you know, just, just, uh, you know, a supporting capacity to the exactly. greater story of Enola. Yeah. Yeah. The best Holmes, one might say. Oh, <laughs> uh, good times. Yeah. Good movie. Good pick. Thank you. I'll, uh, I'll pick something terrible next time. <laughs> Excellent. Let's just let's a, get back on track here. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know that I have uh, much more to say about it, but uh, it was just yeah, it was it was just a good time to be had. Definitely, yeah. Uh, anything bringing you joy? Uh. I have been getting back into action figure customizing. I, nice. I feel like I, I sort of go on go on little kicks where I'm doing things like, you know, I'm, I draw a lot or I I write a lot or I do I do I play with toys a lot. <laughs> uh, I, and and right now I'm playing with toys a lot. Um, like I got a I got a display case for my my existing uh, custom action figures, which is. Uh, exciting and and incredibly incredibly nerdy <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh yeah so just i guess you know toys and 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 doing creative things with toys that's awesome making me happy right now i i made exactly you? i made exactly one custom toy when i was a kid and uh did, did not go well so oh what'd you yeah. make uh, I, I had a, a character of my own that uh, I had created, and so I took a. Uh, uh, it was a Riddler uh, Toy Biz figure. Uh, nice. I gave him uh, Robin's cape and uh, painted him up. That's awesome. <clears throat> and uh, it, it was not great. <laughs> Do you still have it? No, no, no. Aww. Uh, oh no! I did do one other. I turned a Captain America into a U.S. agent uh, because nice. it's the easiest fucking thing you could do. <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of my earliest ones was the Flash to the Reverse Flash because yep. that is also the easiest thing to do. <laughs> uh, best for, so what's, for what's making you happy? Yeah, so uh, I found uh, the, a friend of mine kept asking me for weeks to watch this show on Netflix. And uh, so I finally did. And uh, it was pretty excellent. Uh, and and uh, if you like cartoons uh, and superheroes, I would highly recommend it to you as well. Uh, it's called Kid Cosmic. Oh, okay. I've never heard of that. Uh, it is uh, from the creator of the Powerpuff Girls. <clears throat> nice. Uh, it's a, about a, uh, kid who, uh, lives out in the desert with his grandpa and, uh, he's just like a big comic book and uh, movie nerd. And, uh, he discovers a crash UFO and, uh, five stones that have come out of the craft, uh, that he welds onto lug nuts and calls them rings of power. Uh, and nice. then it turns out that they actually have powers. 
and uh, he winds up forming a uh, super team with uh, his his friends and family. That's awesome. It's pretty fucking great. Nice, uh, Kid it, Cosmic. Kid Cosmic. It it uh, it looks fantastic, and uh, it's just uh, you know, like the first couple episodes are just sort of like, oh, okay, this is good, but then like by the time you get into the middle, towards the end of the season, uh, it's just great. Nice. Yeah. Just really enjoy. Very that. cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Nice. Yeah. All right. That's 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 a good thing. I will check that out for sure. It sounds like a lot of fun. It really is. Uh, I think you would definitely get a kick out of it. Uh, nice. Especially as much as I know you love, uh, you know, multicolored uh, Green Lantern rings. I do. You know, my favorite thing. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess I should should probably pick a movie for next time, huh? I would suppose so, yes. All right. Uh, I have given this zero thought, <laughs> other than I've got my list in front of me. All righty. So I'm just going to pick one. Okay. Uh, let's watch. Uh, and let me know if you've seen this. Uh, it's a movie on Hulu. It's called I Kill Giants. I have not seen that. I've read the comic. All right. All right. I, I have not read the comic, but I knew it was based on one. <clears throat> All right. Uh, uh, that, so, that has uh, been on my to-watch list for quite a while, and I've just never gotten around to it. So, heck yeah, excellent. let's watch that. Awesome. Um, yeah. I look forward to seeing that. And, um, yeah. On behalf of Joe Grunewald, this is Eric Schomborn signing off. <laughs> Stay safe, America. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Viewmasters.